This is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is. And, um, I want to say good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I'm smiling. I am smiling this morning. I don't have a snarl, a snarl worry at all today. Well, the day just started, but I'm going to try to keep it that way. And, um,. Let's start with today's positive affirmation. Um, take your time. Take your time. Let patience possess your soul. And that's, that's for me because I really need to practice what I preach sometimes. All the time, actually. Because that's one of the things that I don't have, I don't have patience sometimes. And, um, I'm not really looking for that quick gratification all the time. But I think I expect too much from others. Because others, and I mean people in my life, people that I deal with in business, just my family and friends expect so much from me. And I'm going to give you everything that I have, and I expect that also. But, um, yeah, take your time. Let patience possess you your soul. But anyway, um, I was going through some, um, some YouTube videos, and, um, I ran across I ran across the old church that I used to go to. Well actually the old cult that I used to go to. And um yeah Yeah Anchor ends Anchor Radio ends. <laughs> I was in a cult. But I don't really want to talk about that today. I just wanted to say that damn uh, they're on blast. They are on blast, and um, a lot of stuff is coming to light. But um, have a good morning. Have a good day. This is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is. And this is Anchor Radio. It's Mary J. Blind, guys. My life. Hiya, babe.
This is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is. It's a very beautiful, cold, snowy spring night. Something else is weather. And I just want to wish you blessings and peace and love in everything that you do in your life. I also hope that you hold on to that and turn that negative into a positive. And you know, to always remember, you know, to be your original best. Because can't nobody else be you. So you might as well be your original best. Um, this is my cult life episode. Another segment. I'm not going to draw it out. I uh, was sick for a while. And in the time that I was sick, I was dealing with uh, my cult life. I was talking to some ex-members. And um, we are exchanging, uh, I guess you can call it stories. (laughs) And um, a lot of it is very emotional. And a lot of emotions came out also. Uh, when I left in 2015, that's what I did. I just bounced. And you know, I didn't look back and I started getting into some things. And to be honest, you know, it's not all negative because I'm living life. You know, I'm living with a family, uh, my biological family, that was not in the cult that I was in. Because I could call it a cult now. When I was in it, it was the church. Tazadakia, Jermaine Grant, the leader of that cult, I find out, because see, I had no personal inner dealings with him. And the small congregation that I was at, uh, they didn't tell me these things. And I didn't even know to ask. You go figure. You know, you mind your business for, for some years and you do what you're supposed to do or you think what you're supposed to do and you find out you're in a cult. But, um, hey, that's life. That was my life, my cult life. <laughs> um, so, um, what I found out is about the inner working, the ranking and structure, the motivation of Jermaine Grant, you know, there was a big split, 1999-2000, when he came into power. It's a lot of intrigue. There's no espionage. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. And this man, his character is poison. He gives you a common enemy, uh, which he throws at you, which is Satan. He gives you a savior. You know, which is God, Jesus. And then what else he gives you is shiny things. He throws you crumbs and gives you shiny things and make you fight each other for it. He makes you fight your own family, your own self for it. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm still getting over this illness that I had. But that's what he does. You know, it's like he throws a ball in the middle of a ring and be like, go fetch everybody. And that's what everybody does. He turns husband against wives. He turns wives against husbands. 
he turns children against their parents. Just like the Scientology, just like the Jehovah Witness, they will put your ass out to church if you cause any problem. Or you get in Jermaine Grant's way. So, um, yeah, I was talking to members of the Injustice League. Well, ex-members of the ICJGC, the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ, top-ranking officials. And um, these brothers just didn't either get ejected out the church on some bullshit technicality, and some just got fed up and left. But the thing that I want to say is, uh, if you want to know what's really going on over there, the inner workings, the politics behind the situation, because everything is headed for a big, pus-filled pop. It's headed for a head. Yeah, something getting ready to pop. And, um... The organization is under FBI uh, watch. They got a jacket, you know, a file. And there's a lot of stuff being said about, um, well, you know what? Just watch the video because the FBI uh, investigation is true. And, you know, it was in the news and there's footage on YouTube. But like I said, if you want more information on on that particular aspect of it, uh, look up the uh, YouTube video by the Injustice League, ICJGC, and um, they have some in-depth uh, information on their videos. So one is concerning uh, money, uh, I don't know what you call it, laundering? Nah. What else? Thievery? How about that? How about that? How about that narcissistic guy, Jermaine Grant, was stealing everybody's cash? Yeah. And some other things that, you know, was going on there with proof, you know, audio and video proof. And then the second video is called, I'm Not an Antichrist. Because when you leave that church, they demonize you and make it seem like everything was your fault. And, you know, because you got used and abused, manipulated, and pretty much tortured, because they had these, they have these things called when you go to counsel. Mm-hmm. So, um, you can find that on YouTube. Right now, we're listening to Skylight, and this is by Grammatic. And it's off that album, Beats and Pieces, Volume 1. This is my grammatic radio uh, station here on Pandora. Yeah, you know, I got that Spotify, but I like my Paladinify better. And as always, this is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is the major station, and this is Anchor Radio. Right. 
babe. This is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is. And I just want to say hello, everybody. It's 1.40 a.m. Mm-hmm. Sunday morning. And um, I'm feeling really good. I had some negativity attack me. And I was just wallowing in it. And not, you know, uh, paying attention to what I'm supposed to be doing for myself. For my soul, for my happiness, it was very grievous to my spirit, and I had to let that go. That's right, I'm talking about my cult life. And um, when I walked away from the uh, organization in 2015, I didn't look back. I got into some stuff, and it was positive, then it was negative, then it was positive, then it was negative. I had to let that go. And then about, I'll say about a good eight months ago, I um, started thinking about the organization and stuff. And I found some stuff on YouTube and I found my group of ex-members, you know, and I'm hooking up with them and we're exchanging, you know, horror stories and whatnot. But see, I got to let that go a little bit too, because it was consuming me and I found myself paralyzed in this uh, situation of depression and thinking about the past. So that negative got turned into a positive, of course. Because what happened was um, before I met, you know, my group and uh, after the situation that I was talking about earlier, I was alone a lot. And um, so I started talking to myself. And then I was like, well, I want to record it. And I started looking for apps. And I came upon Anchor Radio. Ha ha, how about that, y'all? See, always, always, that negative will turn into a positive. But that which will make you snarl, if you, you know, uh, turn that upside down and smile about it and laugh about it. So um, what I'm doing now is I started painting. And I started painting... Uh, and it seems like it's going along with my personality, how I'm feeling and stuff like that. I feel very spiritual about it. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't think so. And I am very, very happy. So, cult life. Kazadakia. The guy who is ruining families and uh, individuals' lives have people wanting to uh, take their own life because, you know, you be a part of something that's so strong and you feel like you're in the right and that there is no other way that you can get to, if you believe it, because if you don't, don't call and tell me there's no God and blah, 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 because that's not what this is about. This is about my court life. So if you're into something that you think that this is the only way that you're going to get to your salvation and then it's ripped apart from you, it's ripped from you, uh, the avenue that you got there to that point where you're no longer there, whether it be you walked out because you just got tired of the BS or you got kicked out on some, like I said before, some bullshit technicality, um, then it's a hurting thing. And that separation anxiety will get you. Those negative vibes will try to get to you. Yes, they will. They will try to get to you, folks. So here on Anchor Radio, I have been slacking. I have not been broadcasting or anything, going out or anything. Wow. 
I'm glad I snapped out of it. I was stuck, y'all, but I I am not stuck any longer. So, uh, if you have ever found yourself in a cult-like situation, call in, message me, you know, reach out. We can talk about it. And if you know of anybody else that's in a cult-like situation, a religious-type cult-like situation, let me know. I want to talk about it. But other than that, guys, I am getting ready to think about uh, what I want to paint next. My series, Major Mercy. I have the first one, Barry Black. The second one, The System. The third one, Corazon. That means heart in Spanish. And the fourth one is called, I had named it Thin Road, but I think I'm going to call it The Narrow Road. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you guys can't see it because this is a radio station. But anyway, guys, uh, we are listening to, you know how I do it. We are listening to Johnny Swim, Heartbeats. And um, I like this tune. Uh, I don't know if they're married, but they seem like they are. And um, I'm going to let you guys go. And as always, this is Paladina, Paladina Major, that is the major station, and this is Anchor Radio, and you guys hold this for a minute. Hiya, babe. This is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is. And I come to you in peace. I just want to give you blessings. And I just want to tell everybody to be your original best works. Uh, When you be your original best works, it's all you. Uh, Nobody can take that away from you. You're your own person. And I had to enforce this in my life. And sometimes I get stagnant. And uh, sometimes I get lost. But when all that negativity surrounds me, I don't know. But the positive life force has to come out. And has to equalize everything. And has to make that balance. And that's when I'm at my happiest. When I'm at my balance. Because you cannot have positivity without negativity. It's impossible. (laughs) So, just be your original best works, guys. 
And I'm going to get into it. Uh, this series and this episode of my cult life. It's true. I was in a cult, y'all. I survived it. And I'm here to tell about it. So, Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ. A.K.A. ICGJC. Formerly known as Israeli Church of Practical Knowledge. And the switch take the switch from the former name to the new name uh, was in 1999-2000. And it was a prediction that came out by the chief high priest. I don't know what his title was back then. You can, you know, research it and everything. Um, but he's now the chief priest. Uh, apostle in uh, chief priest. High apostle. Uh, or whatever the correct term is. So, um, that was R.E.R. And uh, he's an older gentleman. His prediction for 1999 was that Jesus Christ was going to come back and so on. And, of course, it didn't happen. So there was a big divide, a big split in the organization. And uh, that's when the new name came into effect, Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ, also known as ICGJC. It's located in Harlem, New York. 1941 Madison Avenue, to be precise and exact. And it is a cult. It is a cult in every sense of the word. The cult leader, Jermaine Grant, is a malignant narcissist. Now, I could do a whole episode on that by itself. Not Jermaine Grant, because he's not that important to me. And I think that's why I survived in that church all that long, because he wasn't that important to me. But um, the malignant narcissist, that I can do an episode and numerous series on that, and I think I will. But to get back to uh, my court life, so this Jermaine Grant is a malignant narcissist. And he created this culture of manipulation into servitude unto him. And that's a totalitarian type situation. You see, everything has to go through this man. He is it. He's the boss. If he don't like it, it's not going to happen. If he likes it and no one else likes it, it is going to happen. If not, then you will get either booted out of the church or you will be humiliated so badly that it just really breaks people's spirits and really makes them sick because that's what it is. It's a disease. He's a parasite. It's even bigger than him. Our world, our planet, which we walk on every day called the planet Earth, is diseased. I mean, we are really sick. So, and I'm talking about this malignant, narcissistic attitude that we're experiencing in our world today. It's all the way to the top. And what I mean by that is I'm talking about, you know, number 45, uh, our president, Trump in chief, he is a malignant narcissist also. I can do episodes and series on that, and I might, but right now I'm going to go back into what I was talking about, this cult life. So, uh, 
One, it's a cult. Two, the cult leader is a malignant narcissist. And three, he created this culture of man- manipulation into servitude unto him. That's totalitarian. And it's, it is a safe haven for people like him who have no empathy for humanity to survive. In other words, these people do not like you if you are a humanitarian type person. If you have feelings and emotions that are real. They're not wearing that face, fake narcissistic mask. That fake person that makes you think that they love you and care about you. But underneath they hate you. And it's, it's really seeking the desire to destroy you because that's what they like. That's what they thrive on. That's what they eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Your destruction. Isn't that something to think about? That we have people out here in this world that just totally just hate you because you are human. Because you can feel love and happiness. That you have humanity's best interests at heart. And that you generally is a loving person. And that you are so trusting that you just simply falls into the traps of these manipulators that seek to destroy, maim, and kill you. And then they blame you for it. Because you weren't smart enough to, to see this and to, to, put, to see the red flags. You know, the red flags that come out. But um, I'm not going to digress. I'm going to get back to uh, what I was talking about. So, yes, that place is a safe haven for manipulation and treachery. And just every little nasty, evil thing that one person can do to another person to hurt them, it's happening in that joint. It's happening in that organization that calls themselves a church. Wow. So, and my pursuit of trying to find uh, truth... And, you know, why do I feel this way? Why am I all of a sudden calling people out on their bullshit? You know what I mean? And that's how I came to Anchor Radio in the first place. Because a lot of things that I wanted to do, I went to family friends, family and friends with it. And they were like, "Uh, we don't care about you. We don't care about what you're talking about. Uh, Get out of here. Get out of my face. And then I justified that by saying, well, you know, everybody is not going to like what I like. Everybody is not going to want to hear my radio stations, and I get that. But the love and support should automatically be there if you say you love and you support and you care about me. But I'm not going to get all too much into that also. But that's what brought me, you know, to Anchor Radio. And so in my pursuit of truth, I started, you know, I wanted to find out, girl, you were just a cult. You just can't let that go. Uh, do some research. Find out what, what happened. What led you into that situation? And so, uh, one day I was praying. Yes, I pray. And I don't need no one calling me up and telling me, oh, there's no God to pray to. Because that's not what this is about. This is about my cult life. And no, I am not being selfish in this because it can help someone else. That's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm reaching out. So, and it helps me also. Because if I can't fix myself, I can't fix nobody else. And really to tell you the truth, I really can't fix somebody else. I can help someone try to fix themselves, but I'm responsible for me. I'm my own salvation in all of this. So I will get back to it. Uh, the group that I came across, uh, is ex-members of the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. 
um, they formed a little group for members to, you know, go into and talk about their experiences, like a therapeutic type thing. And I will uh, speak more about that in my next segment. I just wanted to reach back out to you guys. DJ Holmes, thanks for the message. Yes, I was sick in, for a minute. I really was sick for a minute because I was letting this uh, cult life and this group take over. And I'll talk about more of that in my next uh, segment, which I probably would do in a little bit. But I didn't want to drag these segments out too long. Uh, Try to keep everything under 10 minutes, which is hard for me. But guys, as always, I am listening to the Mad Lib tape. And it's a mixtape and I like it. And it's also on my playlist. And no, it is not Spotify. It is the Paladinify. And as always, this is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is the major station. And this is Anchor Radio. So hold on to this for a minute, guys. Yes, guys, one more thing. Don't forget to call in, leave a message, and tell me what you think about, you know, everything I was talking about. And um, have you had any experience with narcissistic people and just mean people in general? And um, let's see. I guess that's it. And like my station if you like it. And if you don't like it, like it anyway. Oh, okay. Hiya, babe. This is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is. I bring you peace and blessings. Always be your original best. And I'm going to jump right into it. Um, I call it life. And I want to talk about the group that I joined, the survivors group ex-members of the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ. The group is a positive. It's a way to heal. It's therapeutic. And um, there is also negative aspects of it. There's negative aspects of everything. To me, it's conforming. And uh, I find a lot of traits in it that was in the church. As far as the social close interactions... Uh, in a group setting amongst your peers, so to speak. I'm not talking about what goes on in the higher-ups where people have uh, a little bit of power and control. I saw a lot of uh, that negativity creeping into the group. And for that reason, and that reason only, is the reason why I choose not to I'll participate in it any longer. No, I am not going to go in and take myself out of the group. 
because that is not the reason why I joined the group. I joined the group to tell my story, to help others, and to get some anxiety and frustration off of me. And so that's what I did, and that's what I continue to do. I feel I have no uh, reason to go back into the group to listen to all these stories because it is very grievous to my spirit. I get it. I understand it. I have no uh, ill will towards anybody. And um, I wish and I uh, give the group all my love and my aspiration for the group is for it to grow and to be a source of help to uh, whoever needs it. And I will leave it as that. And, you know, I just wanted to say that because I have to say it. Not to let any one thing consume you because that's what was happening to me. I was letting this group pretty much consume me. And I needed to stop that from happening. I needed to stop that from happening. And the only person that can do that is me. To be aware of traits in groups, traits in individual people that cross the boundaries of what you, as a person, as your own self, as your own truth, um, don't agree with. You don't have to be a part of it. And no, I did not have to. Well, I know a lot of people probably would say, well, why don't you just go on ahead and just tell the group that and still be a part of the group? Well, number one, um, that group is an entity of itself. And whatever happens in that group, I'm, I'm not, uh, I should say, responsible for because I don't want to, you know what? Maybe I should say something, you know, but I don't think it's my place to say that. And that's probably why I was in a damn cult in the first place. So, you know what? I got a lot of soul searching to do. But for right now, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything for the simple fact that the group can be what it wants to be. It's up to me to decide if I want to be a part of that group. So I didn't join it to make uh to make politics, to make to make demands on the group, to uh form try to form the group as uh like I said, as a as a thing, as an entity. I, I don't want I don't want that. What I want to do is to be myself, to be able to express myself in a place where I don't have to fight everybody for that. And maybe that's unrealistic. But I could do that here in Anchor Radio. I can get on Anchor Radio and voice my opinion. And if anyone who doesn't like it or does like it can come on and um, we can discuss it. Uh, in the group, it's a lot of things that has to deal with uh, spirituality, uh, quotes from the Bible and interpretation. And maybe that's why I said that I, one of the reasons why I don't want to be in it. It's not that I'm spirit. It's not that I'm not spiritual. It's not that I don't believe the quotes in the Bible because I do. And it's not that I don't believe everybody's interpretations because again, that's what it is, an interpretation. And I feel like I have the right to 
do the research myself and interpret them as I see fit. And what I seen in the group is that coming in there. That was creeping in there slowly but surely. People taking the authority to interpret the Bible and give its meaning as if that's what it is. And that's it, period. And I don't agree with that. And I'm not going to be up in there arguing with nobody in the group about what they believe. You understand what I'm saying? So that's why I took myself out of that uh, situation. And I'm happy for it because I feel better about myself. You know, I feel not uh, not being conformed and not restricting my voice. So I just wanted to bring that to you. Call in. Uh, let me know how you feel about uh, that situation I was talking about. Actually being in a cult and then joining a group that pretty much... And I'm not saying mimics, but has a slim, a few uh, similar characteristics of the cult. That's in my opinion. I could be wrong. If anybody from the group happens to hear this and um, wants to reach out and we can discuss it, fine. But yeah, um, I'm done with the cult and I'm pretty much done with the group and. Uh, I guess that's it for this segment because I don't want to stay too long on it. And uh, we was listening to, you know, I have to bring you what I was listening to. Mm, We was listening to uh, Raphael Sadiq. And this is the Good Man Instrumental. And I just love instrumentals. Because I can talk over them. <laughs> but other than that, this is Raphael Sadiq. Oh, he is just so handsome. And the lyrics is awesome. Check out the um, the video and the track. Also check out Luke K's soundtrack. Uh, that is what this is on. And, um, yeah. And once again, as always, this is Paladina. Paladina Merch Major. The major station. <laughs> Anchor Radio. I always mess that all, that all up, right? But it's all good. All right, hold on to this for a minute, y'all. Hiya, babe. This is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is. And how are you doing, my lovelies? So, remember, always strive to be your original best. And I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, another 
segment in the episode, My Cult Life. So, as you know, I am a former member of the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ, a.k.a. I C G J C. So, I have some very important information for you guys. Jermaine Grant, aka Tazadakia, the supposed God sent comforter, got arrested. April 25th, 2019, that was Wednesday past, and guess what for? One kind of indictment says, for, what's the allegations again? Conspiracy to defraud the United States government and five counts of personal IRS tax evasion. How Al Capone is that? (laughs) But you listen, guys. You see, it's a closure for me. No matter how, whichever way, how the, the trial ends up, that's his business. That's his life. I have nothing to do with that anymore. But it's a closure for me because I've been stressing over this, remember? And it's it, it really affects me. And this is 2015 I left. And it crept back up on me now. But see, energy is something else. You know, spiritual stuff is something else. I was feeling it. I don't care what nobody says. I know what I believe. I know what I felt. I know what was going on with me. Especially with that painting that I made, The System. It's something on YouTube that they put out called The System. Around the same time, I painted that picture called The System. And I'm not going to feed into that much. Uh, much. I'm not going to digress that much. But yes. And so the allegations are that Jermaine Grant, uh, like I said, a.k.a. Uh, Tazadakia, and Lincoln Warrington to Zappawan. And, uh, yeah, embezzlement. I was right the first time when I said laundering. They were using a front establishment called uh, Black Icons Incorporation. It was supposed to be uh, an entertainment company you know, for up-and-coming rappers, uh, ICGJC had a couple of nice, uh, nice flow artists, actually. But what happened was they were supposed to um, be um, putting these people on. Like in other words, they were he was he was gassing the people up, telling them that yeah, the nation is going to. Uh, be the next best thing. We're going to take over the music industry with our music, with our righteous music. And just 
that, that was just one of the many lies that he was telling the congregation in order to, you know, get that loot, get that money. And I can't say that I'm happy that it happened. I don't want nobody to go to jail. I'm just happy for the fact that it brings me closure. Because the people that's in the church, hopefully the ones that's still there, the ones that are still brainwashed, still being manipulated, still being treated like trash, I hope they wake up. I really do. I hope they wake up, and I hope they see that um, that's no life to live. This man is riding around in all these luxury cars. It's a 30-page indictment. He stole from the church $5.3 million, guys. $5.3 million, our money. I paid my tithes. You know, I guess that's bridge under the water now, right? Or water under the bridge. <laughs> uh, dealing with that church, it would have been bridge under the water. And um, the Injustice League, like I was telling you guys, um, they have a pretty good video out on YouTube. And um, so you want to go check them out, you know. Just look up Injustice League and um, Detoxification. Uh, the Injustice League, de- uh, Tazadaka's Detoxification Station. Yeah, they detoxing people from the, that church. But, um, I mean, it's closure for me. And I, I do, I, I didn't think that I would feel this way. I didn't think that I would feel anything, you know, because I had left the, well, I, I'm still, I'm still in the group, but I don't frequent it at all. But when I found the information, I jumped on it real quick. You know, I downloaded a little app and jumped on it like for a hot minute and, you know, found, you know, saw a little stuff that was going on because I had heard it through the grapevine and then I just, you know, um, uninstalled it off my phone because I'm not going to be frequent in that group like that, you know. But, um, yeah. Wow. But, guys, anyway, I am listening to Gene's Bootshot. And he, um, he's, he's an acoustic, uh, a pearl of electronic wizard. This guy, uh, I like his music. I love it. It's relaxing. It's comforting. And um, it's on my playlist on YouTube. You know I like my YouTube. So um, you're listening to Power Dynify Music. Life is beautiful. I, uh, Got up to four paintings and I didn't do any more. I plan to do some more this week coming up. Because now I have a new perspective on life. You know? And that's exactly what it is. Life. That old stuff is dead and new life is getting ready to come forth 
and flow up out of me. That negativity is gone. Positivity is coming back. And I feel like a winner. Hold on for this for a minute, guys. And as always, this is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is the major station. And it's on Anchor Radio. This is Paladina, Paladina Major, that is, a satellite station, a division of Anchor Radio, and um, how you guys doing? <laughs> so you know I was on this choppy hype, hype mood, um, I say choppy now because I don't want to just say, you know, that fucking mood, fucking this, so choppy is, in, in, is everything, it's good, it's bad, it's, it's everything. So, um, and I kind of in this choppy type mood, and I know my voice is mumbling, and I'm gonna try to hold it together because it's really emotional. Like, when Anchor Radio, um, when Spotify picked up Anchor Radio, I was really happy, and you know, um, my podcast is my podcast, and it's yours too if you guys listen to it, tune in to listen to it, <laughs> and uh, that's really all about that. <laughs> so, um, I was like, well, damn, I want to promote my podcast. And, um, I was listening to beat music as I often do. Sometimes I just can't, uh, I don't want to hear nobody else saying nothing. I just want to hear some beat. Uh, I want to get lost in it. And, um, I don't know if anybody can understand it. Um, but, um, I just wanted to get lost in it at home. It takes me, it takes me places. Like, it does. And um, over the weekend that just passed, um, I heard some, some some music that, you know, really moved me. And I uh, know I am not a singer. No, I am not a, I'm an MC, like old school. It's just freestyle when I hear something that I like. And so, um, I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta, um, I gotta, um, promote this little, um, podcast thing that I got going on for a couple of reasons, because I didn't never get no support, you know, from my immediate family, and, um, I'm a creative person, um, I'm, I'm a loner, and, um, so that's what I was doing this weekend, uh, we got no dance studio. That's why I call my, my music choppy. Because I really happy don't know what I'm doing. Um, being in that cult all those years deprived me of the internet. Um, 
you know, and, oh, yeah, I had an, an account, like, since 2009, uh, maybe even a little bit before that, um, and, um, I don't remember, so, um, so, um, I was using my cell phone, because <laughs> I found all these cool things that you can do that I didn't know you can, like, um, you can mix music and make little videos, and I mix my little choppy music up, and I mix my little videos up, and I'm going to tell you why I'm mumbling and I'm crying, I'm, I'm tearing up and stuff, it's because, um, so, you know, I was doing these beats and stuff, and the first one that, that I did, um, and I just named it, like, whatever came, I named everything, like, whatever came to my mind, so, um, the way how I freestyle is that, you know, I listen to the beat a couple of times, and then if I really care about it, and I feel like if it cares about me, I'm going to go ahead and um, have a relationship with it. <laughs> Sounds creepy. Like, well, anyway, so um, the first one I did, it was really, really like a gothic type beat, and I just liked it. And what came out was scared to fuck this shit out of me. So anyway, um, so then I started making these videos and I started having more, more, couple more beats and stuff like that. And more stuff started coming out. Uh, repressed uh, energy, repressed emotions. Let me go check this food. I don't want to burn it up. I can, I can, I can, um, I can Hold on. So, um. I don't even remember where I left off that, but I'm just going to pick up that. Uh, so I did a couple of, I did a couple of choppy videos and Jackson beats and I don't know the complications. It's not like I feel like I'm going to blow the hell up and get like all these damn followers and subscribers to my brand new YouTube channel. No, I'm not pushing it. I just want to talk about it because I got to get it out. And, and, um, so the last beat that I did, um, it was like a contest thing, but I wasn't really interested in it because my niece, uh, she, she's, you know, she's a young girl and she's inspiring, you know, uh, young lady who, you know, is into, um, you know, making music and stuff like that. And I had this stuff. They said, boy, I need a beat like that. So when this one came up from my main man, Red Hook Noodles, I think I know him personally. <laughs> so scandalous. Anyway, um, so I was telling, you know, uh, I hold Lulu. No, Miss Savage. God. You know, but I'm not going to knock her grind. I'm not going to knock her hustle. You know, that's what she want to do. So I'm going to support her because none, none of them support me. Not even, well, she's starting to a little bit. But anyway, um, they don't understand me. That's all. That's what I, I believe. But, and then I was listening to the beat and I just started like marching. And like I, I call myself pretty dancing. But I wasn't even doing that. I was just marching. And I was marching, and then I had these memories. Shit, you know, there's some shit that happened to me. There's some real shit that happened. It's real life. 
and I just freestyle to it. And to me, you know, like some parts of it is kind of corny because I don't rap. I just talk. I do some hooks and I just make it work for me because I want to go back and listen to what I because I don't know remember what I said. Like, I don't remember. It's freestyle. I don't, I don't write shit down. I don't remember what I said. So I have to play it back a thousand times to get the meaning of why, why did I say that? And I know why I said it. You know, you know tragedy, tragedy is something else. And it was one of the reasons why I had to leave my home. I love so fucking much. I love fucking so fucking much. I had to leave. And, um, and, you know, and, and I used to go back to visit and stuff like that, but then everybody came, like, you know, mommy came, then my brother came, then my sister came, you know, and I had all those kids, not all those kids, but I actually had one child physically, because I didn't want to have a whole bunch of baby daddies, so I had one kid, because it didn't work out with me and him, but I would help raise, you know, the two kids that he had, two babies, when I met him, then after... I had my daughter, he had another one, and I helped, I helped raise that one too, and all of them called me mommy. But um, the point that I'm, that I'm saying is that um, how one thing could lead to another, and I don't understand what's going on. And I painted those four paintings, those four paintings. That's why I had named one of my podcast uh, episodes The Four Horsemen. Because those are those, that's my apocalypse. Those are my four horsemen. That's that okay okay that's that's what you know i think was holding me back for a lot from a lot of stuff all my life always and i never was the type of person to worry about what everybody else thought and then i do worry worry about what everybody else think because um that's me so i'm gonna snap up out of that uh and um that choppy, that choppy hype mood. I don't know how long I'm gonna be riding that. Um, I guess I'm gonna ride it till it's finished. Okay, and um, I'm getting ready to go dish out this food uh, to me because you know I cook, and I'm not even taking no picture of it and all of that, posting it on wherever I be posting all that stuff. That um, I might take a break because I know when I do crash. It's gonna be hard, and I hope I'll be okay. Cause that's why I have to come here and talk about it. And I'm just gonna do me. I'm gonna put some background music to this. I'm still gonna be marching, and um, I don't know. I just want to shout out Red Hook because Red Hook Noodles because. There's been a lot of times that I just didn't want to hear nobody's fucking voice. Nobody. I just wanted to hear some beats. It's Paladine. Paladine Major, that is the major station on Anchor Radio. Under 10 minutes. Damn. Hiya, babe. This is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is. And guess what? I haven't been here in a while, right? 
Um, I've been doing a whole lot of stuff. Maybe I've been doing too much stuff. You know, um, I started realizing all of my potential and I started utilizing them all. As far as my music go, cosplay, I'm learning the tarot. I'm an artist. I'm doing can uh, acrylics on canvas. I'm a poet. You know, I'm just all these different things rolled up into one. And basically, I am me, Paladina Major. But at one time, I was Roka Yakora. An Israelite sister in the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. So, I'm not Raka Yakura in the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. I will always be Raka Yakura. That's just part of my one of my personas. That is just part of me. That's who I am. That's who I will always be. And what brings me to this is the fact that today um, an ex-member, because I'm an ex-member of that church, or what we call it now um, the organization, and it's a bunch of us that either got kicked out or left. I left. I just decided not to go back because it wasn't conducive to my soul. And I'm not a fool, although I can be a fool sometimes. I think everybody can be a fool sometimes if they admit to it. And you can come out of your fooldom. <laughs> fooldom. I'm making up words. But let me just get this out of the way right now, real quick. Um, You know I love my music. And yes, this is YouTube. You know I love my YouTube. Some things is never going to change. And that's just the way it is. And uh, we're listening to Red Hook Noodles. You know I love my Red Hook Noodles. And this is a free John Snow type beat, my crown. Uh, hard war torn hip hop rap beat. I love the death. I love my red hook noodles to death. So I'm gonna get back to the point of what I was talking about. Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. I see. GJC. Israelite Church. Yeah, Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ. I see JGC. So that's the acronyms. That's what everybody calls it. And I was in a crying fit today because a video came out by Sam Miguel on YouTube. And he was um, just bringing some more information on the church the organization, like how he has been doing. He's trying to wake up a lot of people who, who minds are still trapped within the organization. And I have to say, with 100% certainty, that it is a mind thing. Because I just bust out, started crying. Tomorrow is a Sabbath when the sun goes down. And like how some things change, some things don't. And I feel like, why can't I believe in what I want to believe in all its entirety? You know, being a light worker, being a Hebrew Israelite. Who is it? Who is the one who determines what I have to believe in 
or pick and choose? Why can't I believe in it all? And I don't care what nobody says because that's what I want to do. And I came to this realization because I broke down, I reached out to somebody, and I was supposed to go on a conference call and I waited 10 minutes. And there's just too many similarities to the organization while waiting for that call. Hold on for a minute. Yeah, it was just too many similarities while waiting for that call to get picked up. So after 10 minutes, I came to the realization that, yo, some things will change, but some things will never change. And I'm grateful for that, that, that I had to go through that experience today to get me back in tune with who, who I am and what I want to accomplish in my life. I have no problems with the person who didn't pick up, you know, um, that's, that's life. And you learn lessons if you decide to, you know, pick up on it. If you decide, hold on for a minute. Um, my allergies is, is, um, acting up, but, um, and I was coughing, but, um, my voice got, my throat got dry. But anyway, getting back to what I was talking about. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't pick up. I don't know why they had me wait in there for 10 minutes. But that's not acceptable to me. And it never used to be acceptable to me when I was in the organization, Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ. But I did it because that's what I was accustomed to do it. That's what I was programmed to do. And I accepted it. I don't have to accept that shit no more, yo. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't. And when I start feeling like that, I'm not going to go back to the familiar, thinking that I'm going to get solace and some type of closure. I'm not going to. I'm not. And I realize that now. That's why I came out, out of the um, Tazadakia Detoxification Station. Nothing against the brothers, nothing against the sisters. It just felt like I was stepping right back into those days. And I'm going to say it because single sisters in the organization got treated different. I don't give a fuck what anybody says about that. I lived it. I know it. I was single the whole time. Well, not in the beginning because, like I said before, I was living a, a married single life because when I came to the church, I was seeing somebody who had a significant other. And I had just joined the church and just found out that he had a significant other. And he came to the church that one time and found out that I, as an Israelite sister in the Israelite church of God and Jesus Christ, Hebrew Israelites, wasn't allowed to break up our relationship because uh, the brothers, if they choose to have more than one wife, we, we were considered wives once you lay down with, this, with, with, with a man. And once a woman and a man lay down together, they are considered married in the eyes of God and in the eyes of the, the church and the elders in the church and so on. So I was trapped for about, what, three years? And then he, you know, didn't show up one day and that one day turned into a week and then that week turned into a month 
And then that month turned to like six months. And then when I reported that, since he wasn't a regular member in the church and only came that one time to hear the fact that I couldn't leave him, then I got, you know, um, I guess you could, I don't know the word that you use, but I got relieved from that situation and I became an official single sister and I stayed like that um, the rest of the um, six or seven years because I was in the church for like almost 10 years. I lost count. He would take a year. You know, if somebody hears this and be like, oh, no, she wasn't in there all that time and all that bullshit. But yeah, how about that? So let me break down the life of a single sister in the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. Okay, so you are under the authority of the brothers in the church. That means that if anything that you need done that a man is supposed to do in your life and you don't have anybody to do it for you, they are supposed to do it for you. I'm not talking about sex, you fucking assholes. I'm talking about other things like if you need plumbing done, if you need help with um, household chores or just the shit like that, I guess. Because I really didn't have to, uh, I didn't need all of that. Um, it was a couple of times when um, a family in the church, high-ranking too, high-ranking members of the church, I'm talking about a brother in the church, and his family was going through hard times and, you know, shuffling around in there trying to keep a roof over our heads because, or their heads, because they had you know, children, and it was second or third wives, or however, however much, you know, that uh, this particular brother had at any one given time, you know, was having problems paying their paying their bills because of the of the two tithes and all the money um, that uh, the brothers were um, expected to pay, and it was mandatory. So I moved in with them to rent a room, and not only once, but a couple of times. And you know what? I'm not going to talk about them. I'm not going to talk about the bullshit that happened with them because it's not all about that. It's all about, and I hate to say it, and no, I'm not hating to say it. I'm glad to say it. It's about me right now because I always put everybody first and I need to stop learn, to stop doing that. You know, because I get depressed too sometimes. I had to go into care. What I mean is what people call a crazy house. And everybody be like, oh, if you feel like you're suicidal and you can't take it no more, call me. Give me a call. I, I wasn't suicidal. How about that? I was homicidal. And you know what? People don't believe that shit. They don't believe that you could get depressed and want to fuck somebody up. Well, you know now. Take it from me. Paladina. Paladina major, that is. And I don't feel th that much suicidal today because I'm actually getting some help. Like, some outside help, you know? And I have to talk about it and say it out loud so that my energy can resonate with this universe. I refuse to be taken out by the ICJGC, Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ, or any entities that try to take me out, you know? And right now, listening to this uh, Red Hook Noodles beat, Death Blossom, it's very, very calming to my, to my, to my spirit right now. And you know what? I'm gonna continue back up with my podcasting. Um, and then maybe I won't. 
because I have so many different talents that I've been that has been bestowed upon me. And um, yes, yes, the Creator and the Most High, when they met, it was a beautiful union. Joe, I cannot find my Bill strength. You know, he gave me my formula that I recite every day. I quit smoking cigarettes, y'all. Yeah, I guess I would be considered wicked in the first place because I dipped and dabbed in cigarettes the whole, not the whole time I was in the church, but it couldn't, that church couldn't keep me with, it, none of that. Could have kept me from puffing a cigarette maybe once a month, two times a month. So I am cigarette free, going on three months. How about that? Clap, clap for me. And um, I don't have no urges. All before I would always have that urge to smoke, always. I don't have it at all. The day that I stopped smoking cigarettes was the day that I stopped having urges and thinking about it and letting shit like this make me light up. I'm so happy and proud of myself. And that's what I need to be. I need to be happy and proud of myself. Yeah, man. Single life of the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ sister. Really, really, really sometimes unbearable and really, really, really sometimes, you know, bearable because the bearable part was i didn't have a husband which sometimes i used to cry about a lot hold on y'all music music hold on so since i didn't have a husband you know because i'm 56 when i joined the church i was already in my 40s how about that i was already in my 40s how about that and so all my children was already grown and um, I was a grandmother already by then because I have two stepdaughters um, who had children. So, you know, biologically, I wasn't a grandmother until my biological daughter had, you know, her child that I became, you know, officially like, you know, I guess a grandmother. But yeah, I was already playing the role of a grandmother by then. So I, I already did everything that those young people in that church was doing. And I had no problem with it. I was good. And I wasn't interested in nobody's husband in there because they were 20 years younger than me. And they was raising their families and their children. I did not want to do that again. No, I didn't. And I had every right to not want to do that again. This is my life. That the Most High gave me. So, no, I didn't want to do that. And I helped out when I could. But you know us females. We can get really catty, okay? And I'm not bigging up myself, but yes, I am. I am going to big up myself because I don't look my age. I don't act my age. And I don't look my age. You know? So back then in my 40s, I looked like I was just turning 30-something years old. Okay? So I look really young. And I... Not guess. I know a lot of the sisters really, really thought me as a threat. Because, you know, a sister that's married, she's married, and that's, and that's it. Ain't no coming back from that if you want to be in the, IG, uh, in the ICJGC. Ain't no coming back from that. But the men, the brothers, they are perpetually always single and looking for wives, if that's what they're into. 
So it was one brother that was single there. You know, he didn't have a wife or anything like that. He had his kids. But you know what? Those was his kids and their mother's, you know, responsibility. And I did ask um, for courtship with him, and he denied it. And it hurt real bad because, you know, being being um, rejected like that would hurt anybody, you know, if they have any type of real emotions. But you know what? He told me one thing. I'll never forget it. He was like, sister, there's nothing against you. It is nothing against you. And you know what? I believe him. I, he told me, I believe it. For the simple fact that all this stuff came out. I'm not even in there now. And that would have been heartbreaking to have to leave him in there or have to stay because of my love and respect. <coughs> Excuse me, for my husband. Uh, in the eyes of the, of, of the scheme, you know, of things. So thank you very much. Thank you very much to Zop for not wanting courtship with me. <laughs> so happy for that. At the time, though, I wasn't. Because I was like, oh, everybody got a husband except me. You know, and it wasn't that many single sisters that hung around the church. They either got married, you know, within um, our church or to somebody else, uh, you know, not the church. Their age started having their babies and everything. And, you know, it didn't happen to me and that bothered me. So what? The, another point that I wanted to bring out was that um, in a particular uh, group, that I was um, a part of for just a little while and stuff like that. Um, it's like the same thing started happening all over again with the wives and stuff like that. You can feel the animosity and everything towards me. Hold on, music. Oh, by the way, uh, this is what you wanted, a story, Red Hook Noodles. And hold on for a minute. Uh, so, of course, this is none of my music and stuff like that. But, um, you know, you're supposed to say it because whatever and um i usually post my um podcast on youtube and you know promote it up and twitter and promote it up and send it to people on um what is it um instagram and promote it up i'm just gonna put it on i'm just gonna put it i'm gonna start back promoting it up why not why not i'm not gonna just sit around and feel sorry for myself because although i miss the fellowship and all the activities and yes the people that i fell in love with at the organization the cult because that's what it was it is it's a cult times the doctor the head honcho chief high priest or whatever the heck else that title was because i decided to try to forget as much as i can about it and it's kind of like working but some things you just can't you just can't undo you just can't forget um, he's going to jail. Well, he's going to jail. He's getting sentenced on in July. I think it's July 23rd for tax evasion. Five million, five point whatever it was, million dollars. Uh, he stole from the federal, from the government, the United States of America. He's claiming that he's being persecuted. No, you're being prosecuted. That's what I heard, and that's what I see. You're being prosecuted for committing a crime. You didn't even take it to court, and that's what broke my will heart. That broke my will heart because you didn't fight for us 
You didn't fight for yourself. You didn't fight for what you believed in. You just rolled over and booped your booty up. You booped your booty up. You booped your booty up. Like Ha Ha David said, you booped your booty up. Ha Ha. And you just gave him your ass to fuck. You didn't even fight for yourself. That's what really broke my heart. You know. Because I was like, well, damn, if I never get to go back there and I'm wrong, I can always repent and say I'm sorry. And I can always repent now and say I'm sorry. I made a mistake. How the doctor did what he was supposed to do. You know, he was the man. But you rolled the fuck over. You creased. You folded. Like Brenda and that negro in Hoodlum. You didn't have no mask grandes. You didn't have no balls. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> so, yeah. And then today, on Slam Miguel's video, I can't even remember what the hell I was watching. I got so upset, I just started crying and stuff like that. You know? Because a lot of people want to complain and talk about the bad times and what all the fuck happened and stuff like that. But it was good times for me. I didn't even know half the shit was going on. I went to work and I went to the damn church. And I did that for almost 10 years. And I was solid. I paid my tithes and I did what I was supposed to do. I did. I went to the event and I wasn't there because of a man. I wasn't brought in by because of a man. I was, I was brought in by a higher power. And I stayed there for all those years because of a higher power. That's my testimony. That's what I wanted to make clear to everybody. And I'm not downing anybody who came in, especially the women who came in because of a husband or found their husband in there. You know, it's your life. That's what you got to do. That's what you, you know, you lead. You got those children. You having all those babies. You know, I already did all of that in my life. So why couldn't me, as a woman my age, be happy in a predicament that I was in? Because it wasn't no predicament. It was only the fact that I got sick and was from the church for a consistent amount of time. That I got clarity and started questioning things. Like, why can't I fucking go on the internet? Or why can't I go on YouTube and Facebook? Because I wasn't on it like that until recently, until th these these past couple of week, uh, years, and especially this year. Hold on, music. Uh, so we're still listening to Red Hook Noodle Rise Again. And um, I'm so glad I'm making this podcast. Far Cry 5, Rap Instrumental, Rise Again. Hard hip hop beat, uh, 2019 free <clears throat> free beat. Mm, I might get jump on that if I like it enough. Um, cause you know I do that freestyle and then I um put it on an app that I have downloaded to my phone and I mix everything up my damn self and I put it on YouTube if I feel like it. If not, I send it to people. But I was just told that that's spam. See, because I don't know. When all this stuff first came out, yeah, I got an app like everybody else, but I wasn't on it like that. Like I didn't, I don't. I'm just learning all this shit now. A lot of stuff is taking me by surprise. 
And a lot of people probably say, well, damn, you're 56 years old and you don't know shit. Well, no, the hell I don't. And I'm glad I don't know it. So I can learn now. I don't have to know everything like everybody else know and think they know every damn thing. And don't act like they don't have to learn nothing else. And I know I'm sounding sometimes a little bit uh, strong in what I'm saying and a little aggressive. But I'm taking back that power that I just lost this morning when I was crying for like three hours about something that was a big part of my life and that I really, really, really missed at times. I didn't see all the heartache and pain like the brothers and sisters saw because the brothers was getting humiliated and taking their ranks taken from them. I didn't have a man in my life that was in the church like that. So I didn't know. And nobody was going to tell me. Who was going to tell me? I was a single sister. I was on the bottom of the totem pole. Okay? And a lot of the sisters didn't tell me anything because they always thought I was trying to steal their... I was in their face because of their husbands. Like, they really thought that. And it was nothing that I could do or say to make them think otherwise. So I was like, well, fuck y'all too then. I don't need y'all. I'm here for the higher purpose. And that's what I did. And I just started noticing that more and more of the sisters in the church wasn't going to the functions or wasn't even showing up to high holy days or wasn't just showing up to, to class, period. Why? Because they were knocked up. They were pregnant. Okay, I shouldn't say knocked up because they were married uh, as, far as, um, uh, as far as the organization goes, you know. Um, but anyway, and then, but I still went to everything looking fly as fuck. Okay? Looking good. So why I wasn't supposed to? And since I was under the authorities of the brothers, they was always in my face. But just like that. Like, I was the oldest person in the damn church. So why couldn't I be like, well, I was like the elder of the church, even though, you know, us women didn't have, well, they started that rank, but that, that, that was, for the, that was another money-making, that was another money-making scheme. Dozy. Daughters of Zion. Dozy. Yeah, dozy. You know what the word dozy means? It means like a ditz. Like a like 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 a dummy, like a dumb broad. Like dozy cows. But anyway. I am happy. And as always, guys, y'all chill out with the remainder of this song. Uh, this is Paladina, Paladina Major, that is the major station, an affiliate satellite station of Anchor Radio. <laughs>
yeah, that's me, Paladina Major, a Scorpio. Double Scorpio at that. Yeah. A Phoenix. I can burn down and rise up in a flicker of a second. So this is Paladina for real, y'all. Paladina Major. This is Paladina, Paladina Major, that is, a satellite station, a division of Anchor Radio. That's right, it's me, the major station. So, um, hey everybody, BYOB, be your original best works. Can't nobody be you or do you, that's your job, do that work. I bring you love, peace, and blessings. I want the best for everybody. Especially since, you know, we're going through this pandemonium, pandemic. I call it covert COVID-19. I'll tell y'all how it all uh, has to do with my cult life. See, I started my cult life last year. Maybe it was a year before that. I know I started when I started Anchor Radio, and I've been doing Anchor Radio for almost three years now. So, my very first segment might have been three years ago. But anyway, we're going to fast forward to 2020. My cult life, Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. Yeah, buddy. Let me tell you what's going on with them. Catch you up real quick. So, the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ has been looked at lately by a lot of people. It's, they've been in the news. The cult leader, Jermaine Jackson, a.k.a. Tadadakia, the God-sent comforter of the self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed God-sent comforter, um has died has died from COVID-19 from the coronavirus and it is astonishing how it seemed like people's lives had stopped dead in their tracks because of this one man and I'll tell you why for a number of reasons one of the main reasons is, is that since he was the cult leader a lot of things revolved around him. See, he was everybody's sun. He was everybody's star. Everybody's moon. Actually, he was everybody's living God. That's what the, that's the, the, the comforter, the God sent comforter, uh, that title means. So, he was everybody's God. You know what I'm saying? 
So I know a lot of things have stopped. A lot of people have stopped getting their track. They don't know where to go from here. Also, since 2015, I have not been in the so-called truth, in the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ, in the organization, in the cult. Uh, I took myself away from there. I stopped going. And um, I broke that I broke that indoctrination. Um, you can go through the whole episodes and the segments from the beginning. If you just want to, you know, read about how the doctor you're dying, you know, you're more than welcome to to it. Yes, a young man. He was 44 years old. I'm not giving out any receipts. Um, that's the word in the streets. Approximately about 44 years old. So a very young man. Um, I think he had, well, he had um, diabetes, type 2 diabetes. So I assume his immune system was very weakened. The cult is in it's it's situated in New York in Harlem. Yes, a lot of people's lives have been changed because he was a godsend comforter. Everything he said goes inside the organization. Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ. Like I said, in New York City was the headquarters and they have branches throughout the United States and some satellite of branches abroad. I don't know how many people were in those uh, churches. I know the congregation was pretty big. So, I don't know what's in store for the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ now. I really don't have no idea what's in store for them. Um, you see, life is something else. Life is but a vapor, you know, because so many people loved him and so many people disliked him also for the fact that he was stealing the money from the people. Uh, he was being Tazadakia, a.k.a. Uh, Jermaine Grant, or vice versa, however you want to say it, has been um, tax invading and stealing the money from the church, $5.3 million dollars. He has been indicted, investigated, charged, arrested, and he pleaded guilty. And then um, he was supposed to be charged and uh, sentenced. And that's what we were waiting for to find out, you know, when he was going to go to jail and how much time he was going to get. And that never happened because um, he's dead. It's on the website, www.thecomforter.info. A disclaimer up there saying, you know, how he died, when he died. And it reads, Congregation of Israel, tonight we are reminded of the understanding taught to us by the Holy God sent Comforter, Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Hazardakia, Okay, so you had to call him all of that when you was addressing him. That was his title. The Holy God Son Comforter, 
Holy Apostle, and Chief High Priest Sazadakia. In the DVD, Never Forget, 11-1-2016, where he told us that the leadership has the responsibility to always be honest with you and make, you sure, and make sure that you are informed, no matter how hard some things might be to hear, but you have a right to know. Then it goes on to say, and you can find this, guys, www.thecomforter.info. This, unfortunately, is one of those nights, and this message is not just hard to hear, but is, in fact, devastating for all true worshipers and believers in our Lord, our King, and Savior, the Almighty God, Jesus Christ. So I have a problem with that sentence right there and then. Um, but anyway, um, that's not what I'm here for, is to uh, rip apart anything that they... Um, the Israelite God, the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ, also known as um, yeah, the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. And then it goes on to say, therefore, with very heavy hearts, we regretfully inform you that our beloved spiritual leader, the Holy God sent Comforter, Holy Apostle and Chief. High priest Tazadakia was informed, was, confer, was confirmed to have COVID-19 and passed away last Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. Mm. And then it goes on to say, you know, what a tremendous loss and, you know, no question. And unfortunately, due to the current restrictions put in place due to the coronavirus, we are prevented from coming together to comfort him, to comfort each other, and to say goodbye as we so desperately desire to do. And then, of course, it goes on to continue and to perpetuate what he has ingrained in everybody, not to think for yourselves, but to, therefore, the last paragraph says, we ask that you please take the time to process this and review the video clips below to help remind us that this is absolutely not the end. We will see the Holy God send comforter once again because these people think that this man is God and he's not. Um, so guys, there you have it. That was from the website. I just wanted to read that to you because I also wanted to um see what they had to say. Like I said before, I pretty much removed myself completely from anything that had to do with the call for the experiences that I have, which weren't all bad. But see, you don't know sometimes what's good for you and what's bad for you until after you have lived that experience and you lived that life. And then you reminisce on it and find out like, well, damn, like me. You know, it was all good until I got sick and was out of the out of the mix, you know, out of that programming, out of that mind control. And I mean, I know a lot of people ain't got nothing to do now because they was fixated on bringing him down. They was fixated on seeing him go to jail. Like people were living for that, breathing for that, you know, but you know, hey, Everything never turns out the way we want it to. We always want it to turn out a certain way, and they never do. They turn out the way it's supposed to be. 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm still halfway in shock, you know? And a lot of people always say, well, why are you in shock? <laughs> you know, anything could happen. Well, yeah, but I didn't think the man was going to die from coronavirus. So, um, guys, I'm not going to drag this out too long. My cold life. And no, it has not ended. Because I never got even a chance to talk about my cult life. I never got a chance to talk about what I learned. I never got a chance to talk about the rank and structure from my point of view. Not from anybody else's point of view, but from my point of view. You know, how I lived in that church for almost 10 years. In that organization. I tell you, God, Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ. But right now, I um, am going to tell you, well, who, well, not tell you, but yeah, tell you who we listening to right now, you know, I love my music. Earlier, we was listening to a track off of the soundtrack, a track off of the soundtrack, Sita Sings the Blues, and that's the opening credit uh, music. So, I know I should know what that, the name of that song is, but I don't. My bad. I just know I love it. Right now, we're listening to um, Kanye Western Instrumentals, Volume 1, full album. And um, that's what it is. Wow. I'm going to let y'all hold on to this music for a minute or two. I still can't believe this man is gone. He is dead. That's right, y'all. Today. Today. Today is. April 13th. 2020. So he's been dead almost a whole two weeks. And they just broke the story on San Miguel. That's how I found out about it. He's on YouTube. San Miguel TV on YouTube. He has a lot of information on the cult. And he broke a lot of um he broke a, he broke he broke a lot of information. He broke a lot of news current stuff that people didn't know about. He did a lot of research. And so I shout out to him. Um San Miguel TV. He's on he's a YouTuber. But he used to be a high ranking of not a high ranking official in the church. I would say a medium ranking official in the church. You know and I'll tell y'all all about that on season two. This is going to be season one of my cult life. You know, the, the aftermath of, um, you know, leaving the church, making that decision, and following the story. And always wondering to myself, did you make the right decision? Are you going to go to hell now? Because you know that's what those cults tell you. You're going to go to hell if you leave us. Everything you do is not going to prosper. And I have grown so much since I left them. I'm talking about my creative side of me. 
that was all stifled when I was at the church because I had to keep, go to work, be in class, and pay my tithes. That was it. That was my life. So, um, y'all hold on to this for a minute. Yep, the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. Jermaine Grant, a.k.a. Tazadakia, the God-sent comforter, is dead from the coronavirus. And as always, this is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is. A satellite station. A division of Anchor Radio. The major station. <laughs> 